Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Political Panda program. If I sound slightly different or a little lower energy today, that's because um, my body has decided to become sick again. I've now realized why yesterday, as I was producing the show, why I all of a sudden fell asleep. It must not have been due to my lack of sleep, it's due to the fact that my body just wants to put itself in a coma. Except I, of course, have things I have to get done and do, and we have quite a bit of stuff. Even stuff that I couldn't even include all of it in today's show. I mean, seriously, the amount of deaths that have happened in the last few days, from Kissinger to Sandra Day O'Connor earlier today. I mean, there's a lot of people who are dying, a lot of stuff from Biden getting overshadowed by Elon Musk on Wednesday to straight up the debate between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom that took place last night as I straight up was falling asleep on the floor because I physically could barely move anymore. There, There is a lot of fucking things. A lot of, lot of fucking things. Of course, if you're new here to the show and you haven't already, please consider subscribing, following on Twitter and True Social. It's where you can really find out when I, of course, uh, suffer from these grave and fantastic illnesses. Yeah, oh, dude, I th this sucks. My entire body just will not stay awake for long. But we've got important matters to discuss. Uh, so President Joe Biden got overshadowed by, of course, Elon Musk on Wednesday. As you may know, X, aka Twitter, is being boycotted by a whole bunch of advertisers. Why? Because of so-called anti-Semitism. Even though the platform that's spreading the most anti-Semitism is TikTok by a new report that just came out. So what? what's the real reason? Well, it's because, you know, Elon Musk doesn't exactly, you know, bow down to, uh, to, to these people. Of course, here is the clip. Went just a little viral on Wednesday. Apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. <laughs> Is that clear? I, I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't about, advertise. How do you think then about... So, yes. Uh, kind of uh, sort of audience shock being uh, that someone would say that this, of course... Yes, Bob Iger was in the audience. And we'll get to Bob. We'll, we'll, we'll get to him. There's, there's news with him, too, because... The Disney train is uh, chugging right into the fucking wall. But on the same day as the New York Times' sort of deal book summit, I don't fucking know it anymore. Some of these dumb companies have so many summits all at the same time. Well, Biden was also visiting, uh, vi visiting with, like, workers, you know, because he's trying to make himself look like a very union president, right? Uh, here he is calling... Uh, calling President Trump, Congressman Trump. Instead of cutting them, or like Congressman Trump and both. Yep. 
I I wish I was joking. Nope. That that just in case if you didn't get it in the four second clip that this is. Yes, that that Congressman Trump. I think this guy thinks he's in the Senate still. Instead of cutting him, or like Congressman Trump and Bob were. Yes, uh, Biden was uh, really cooked. Uh, I think someone forgot to uh, give him his meds. Oh, here he is completely uh, fucking up the uh, president of of China's name. I'm 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 not even kidding. I don't even know who he's trying to say, but uh, I've said this. I've said this to Deng Xiaoping in the Himalayas, and I've said this to every world leader. It's never. Never, never been a good bet to bet against the American people. Never, never, never. Uh, the, the, this, this guy is not here. He, he's not here. He belongs in a nursing home. He, he, he's not here. He is not here. Uh, here he is also threatening, uh, basically like, you know, like bragging openly about the whole nuclear football like that that goes with the president everywhere he goes it's like yeah we all knew that man like you don't need to like this is a weird flex but okay this is nick hey nick this is uh nick oh, buddy. now look my my marine carries that it has a code to blow up the world that doesn't this is not nuclear weapons is it all right okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how 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 is this how is it like 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 th this guy i don't i don't understand i'm i'm, I'm actually a little lost over words i am I, i'm at a loss for words can you believe that uh gosh darn it elon musk why'd you have to over uh overshadow shadow president biden oh um now, in this one, no one has any idea who he's referring to. Uh, we here at the Political Panda Program are still asleep like sloths, so our research department is, of course, you know, physically, like, dead on the floor. But um, we, we, we haven't been able to find out who Mr. Moon is. The only Mr. Moon we could find is an old racist song that's really hard to find on the internet anymore. So we don't know who Mr. Moon is. But we'll keep looking uh, and uh, figure out if we can fi find out w who this Mr. Moon is. But but I am friends with your leader, Mr. Moon. You know, home, you know, we're 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 good guys. We, we we don't know who Mr. Moon is. We're we're still trying to figure out. We don't know. I mean, the only other Mr. Moon is, of course, like a content creator. But we're still looking. We're still looking. We're we're asking all the different AIs, you know. It could be you know a a TV series, uh, you know. Th there's a lot that Mr. Moon could be. Fuck, it could be Moon Man. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, so we're still we're still searching. Uh, uh, we probably will never find out who he was referring to. But as always in this speech, um, uh. Or, you know, I guess sort of towards the end of last month. You know, I must say, you know, I don't think Biden understands how, you know, the the economy works. You see, when you have inflation still happening, uh, 
companies aren't just going to bring their prices back down. That's not how that works. Like pr prices don't just like when you start to ease on inflation, they still don't. That's not how it works. But here, here he is. Today, our supply chains are stronger than ever with backlogs, bottlenecks and shipping rates at a 25 year low. We've created 14 million new jobs, including 800,000 manufacturing jobs. And the unemployment rate has stayed below 4 percent, below 4 percent for the longest period, longest stretch in over 50 years. And wages for working families have gone up while inflation has come down 65 percent, giving families a little more money in their pockets and a little more breathing room this holiday season. But we know the prices are still too high for too many things that times are still too tough for too many families. But we made progress, but we have more work to do. Let me be clear. Any corporation that's not brought their prices back down, even as inflation has come down, even as supply chains have been rebuilt, it's time to stop the price gouging and give the American consumer a break. Yeah, that's that's not how the, the, the economy works. I, I know that uh, the economy and understanding it can be a hard thing, but it, it does not it does not in fact work that way. Yeah. We're we're still trying to figure out why, you know, someone would think it works that way, but it it, it, it doesn't. We 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 still have no idea in what world you think that that's how that works, but uh, yeah, it's still not low enough to where companies would want to lower their prices uh, just yet. Because, well, you know, uh, it's still, still, still too high. Still too high. But everything's great. Everything's great, right? Bionomics, it's working. It's working, guys. It's working. Well, in other fantastic news, so Ron DeSantis versus... Gavin Newsom on Hannity yesterday took place. And realistically, I'm going to be honest, like many multiples of people, I refuse to watch cable news, you know, because, uh, well, or, you know, give Fox News my time of money at all because, well, it's Fox News and it's, you know, not a, not exactly a great place anymore. And, uh, well, here... You know, we have a few clips from, of course, the uh, the the debate yesterday, and I must admit, uh, from every available metric, it seems that yes, Ron DeSantis walked away with a winner. But was anybody really surprised by that? I, I I don't really know in what way you know Newsom thought he would win at this, but uh, of course, here is. Uh, sort of DeSantis, you know, talking about how Gavin Newsom's own father-in-law has moved out of out, out of California and moved to Florida because, you know, it's much better. Governed. So I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida, and he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. And he's really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, you oh, know, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. So we do count Gavin's in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, not not great for uh for Newsom. Uh, I will have to, of course, fact check, uh, DeSantis on one of his claims, though. So, uh, DeSantis brought a picture with him to the debate, in which the picture is, of course, the poop map of uh, San Francisco. Now, there is one problem. Uh, this the this this picture is quite old, actually. At this point, if you actually look it up, uh, like poop. Uh, poop map of San Francisco. If you actually, if you actually like, uh, sort of like bring it up, right? The whole like poop map of uh of San Francisco, like one of them, the sort of one that's in that uh, in 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 that like video. If I'm remembering correctly, that that poop map is actually quite quite old at this point now because the app was made like by government officials to then report you know how much how much like poop there was and i think like it's like after like 48 hours there was so much like poop being reported that they physically had to just shut it down so that's that's what that app is it's after like just 48 hours of just how much poop was just in San Francisco, if I'm if I'm remembering fully correctly, but it's still you know pretty damning that that was years ago when you know it's, it didn't seem as crazy out there in the world to uh, to now. This, this, needs is, it. this is a map of San Francisco. <laughs> There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own people. Well. You know, it's because you know you gotta you gotta get things done. Of course, uh, uh, this DeSantis once again is right on this. It, it, there, there is there there is a lot, a lot of poop in San Francisco. I, I mean, a, a lot of, of of poop. When you start having parts of your city be so poop ridden that your city starts to turn black because there's so much poop. A uh, bit of a problem. Bit of a problem, some might say. Bit of a problem. Now, of course, Gavin Newsom has also signified that, you know, uh, California is a, a freedom state. But what does that really mean? Well, DeSantis explains that very so well. The policies you are implementing, that is different from that of California. California's adopting leftist policies. Gavin Newsom was uh, governor or uh, mayor of San Francisco. He put out a 10-year plan like 20 years ago. He was going to end homelessness. Then a few years later, he had another plan. And now he says he's going to do, and it's only gotten worse. In the last 10 years in California, the homeless has gone up 45%. It's gone down in Florida 45%. But it's caused a huge problem with quality of life in, in California. The people that flee always bring up this. They've really empowered lawlessness and drug use. And, you know, Gavin Newsom at one point tried to say that California was the freedom state. And I just kind of laugh, like you're locking people down, you're doing all this. Uh, but then I thought about it. You know, California does have freedoms uh, that some people don't, uh, that other states don't. 
You have the freedom to defecate in public in California. You have the freedom to pitch a tent on Sunset Boulevard. You have the freedom to create a homeless encampment under a freeway and even light it on fire. You have the, the freedom to uh, have an open-air drug market and use drugs. You have a freedom, if you're an illegal alien, to get all these taxpayer benefits. So, so those are freedoms. They're not the freedoms our founding fathers envisioned, but they have contributed to the destruction of the quality of life in California, and the results speak for themselves. People are leaving the state because they have failed in addressing the homeless population. Well, well uh, yes, uh, California. I, I've told you on this show a many of times. Lots of poop, lots of garbage. Could be a good state, you know. From what I was, from what I was told many years ago, it was a pretty state. But nowadays, uh, I think I'll, I think I'll remain out. Yeah, I, I know. But uh, to move on from Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis, truly, I mean, it's already obvious. You already know who won the debate, by the way. It's, uh, it, it's just obvious. It is. It's just obvious. I don't even need to play you anything of Gavin Newsom because uh, Gavin Newsom did so poorly that no one's really even talking about any of the things he said. And also, just Gavin Newsom, uh, not a very likable guy. You know, Ken uh, Barbie doll, uh, surprisingly, not actually uh, that uh, that great of a, a dude. But a new bombshell has dropped. In our world, sometimes certain things get found by genuine journalists who actually do their job. What exactly does that mean? Well, Michael Schellenberger is back, and he's got a bit of a new sort of uh, bombshell to drop on, you know, the entirety of the United States and the UK. What has exactly been going on? Well, apparently the US has been spying on UK citizens, and UK has been spying on the US citizens with all their different disinformation and all their fantastic fun from all the way back, even during the 2020 presidential election. You know, just normal stuff. Just just normal stuff. You know, just, just normal things to do. Uh, you know, because why wouldn't you just spy on each other's citizenry? I mean, this is a great deal for, you know, the, the UK. Not exactly the uh, US, since a lot, lot... You know, I mean... They don't even have to do it, but I mean, the UK also kind of getting the short end of the stick, having to spy on that many people. But, you know, it's great. It's fine. You know, turn, you know, start to censor people. And I, I'm sure this is fine. I'm sure that there's no merit to this at all. There's definitely not stacks of stacks of paperwork, you know, and a whistleblower that's fully coming out and talking about it. But I'm sure that that guy is just another fake one. Mm. I'm sure of it. Well, the Nazis are, of course, getting out of hand. When I'm having to starting to agree with Chuck Schumer on, of course, the amount of anti-Semitism happening, uh, I, I know and begin to know that there is a genuine problem in our world. Yes, that's right. Uh, when Chuck Schumer is pointing out that there is a anti-Semitism problem, uh, I, I, I think a bit, bit of a bit of a problem. 
bit bit of a problem. You know, I, I think, you know, of course, obviously he still messes up by calling out the fact that it's, you know, a slightly right wing problem. Uh, sure. Sure. Because, you know, everybody knows right wing people very anti-Semitic right now. Yes. Yes. Very anti-Semitic. But, you know, left pretty, pretty much he does eventually get there. But, uh, man. Man, kind of, I think if you're a Jewish person, you should maybe rethink where you are on the political spectrum because, well, let's see, they swarmed the uh, the tree lighting over in, in, in New York with straight up swastikas, by the way. So that's cool, you know, burning things and, you know, being just general nuisances and you know, full-on, practically, like, terrorist, you know. Uh, funny enough, someone's carrying around a sign bearing a swastika comparing the IDF to Nazis. Uh, kind of ironic. Uh, once again, free Palestine. Palestine has never existed. There's never been a Palestinian state, and there never will be, or should be. Unless they, you know, go through the process of actually, you know, not wanting to fucking... Uh, unless they're going to actually start, you know, not teaching their kids to immediately hate Jews from the time they're born, uh, then uh, I I don't I don't know, you know, how why you'd even want a sort of Palestinian state or basically just a state of just utter Jew haters on your board. You know, that's but that's you know me, just just, just me. Just me, because, you know, when the son of, you know, the literal founding person of Hamas, you know, says, hey, you should probably, like, kill my dad if, you know, they don't release all the hostages, really should show you, you know, how bad of a person, you know, someone need. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying that maybe, you know, when a person like that comes out against their own dad and says, hey, maybe, you know, you should get rid of, you know, my dad, who's the co-founder of Hamas, you know, a terrorist organization, maybe you should, especially if they won't release all of, uh, all of the hostages, just, just a thought, just a thought. You know, obviously it's not a decision you make lightly. I mean, you're talking about your own dad, a person who probably raised you, and it's probably something quite hard to say, but something that I, I think uh, at some point, when some people uh, get to a point, you kind of have to uh, admit that you're some people's dads are uh, some evil, evil people. Well, moving right along, Disney is on a sinking ship. How bad of a sinking ship? Well, this is the first year in a uh, long time in which Disney has not had a movie gross over a billion dollars. And that's a bit of the the bit of a problem. Because when you're celebrating your 100-year anniversary, you kind of would like to have at least a hit, but everything that was re 
released was just a flop. I mean, I mean everything. Uh, from all the Marvel movies that came out this year to just every, I mean, y- you have to wonder where where do you go wrong? So I mean, towards even the beginning of this year, with the Little Mermaid flopped, Indiana Jones flopped. I mean, you had a whole bunch of different stuff that some stuff you might not have even known about just completely flopped like ant-man didn't do well you know i'm it's just one of those things that it was not a good year right it was not the only movie that even quasi made money and even then it didn't make up to a billion dollars was guardians of the galaxy volume three that was the only the only movie they had that actually like did well it's not it wasn't a good year right so what 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 do you do what 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 do you do when you're disney well he started off cuz he was at the new york times book uh, or deal book summit he started off by stating that the process for his succession has been succession has been robust, and he said to exit in 2026. He does not plan on renewing his tension, uh, his tenure at the Mouse House. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the everything flopped, and well, he was kind of asked why. Tiger blamed the creators at Disney's for losing sight of what their job should be and explained it got worse when he left as CEO slash chairman in his own words. What's funny is he he's saying, you know, they want to entertain verse and not messages, but yet they continue to not learn. They continue to not continuously, and I mean continuously, not get it. When audiences continue to respond badly to your things and keep basically looking you in the face going, yeah, we don't, no one wants any of this, but yet you keep doing it year after year and it somehow gets worse and worse, it's not good, right? It's, it's not good. Of course, I, What's the excuse for the Marvels? Uh, had little supervision. There just wasn't enough supervision. You know, it could have been a good film if it just what had a better vision to it. Ah, if that is that what it is? It's it just it needed it needed better vision, as well as the fact that apparently uh, there's just too many sequels. Uh, yeah, because none of you guys have any ideas, or when you do have ideas, they're very generic or. Eh, you know the the creativity is is just not it's just not there. Uh, Disney as a whole is a is a sort of sad state, right? A, a company that was once one of the greatest entertainment companies in the entire world now just looks like a shell of its former self, run by a bunch of Marxists who can't at all figure out why. Their shitty, shitty fucking terrible ideas just aren't getting to the audience. This is what happens. When you start prioritizing the minority and ignoring the majority, 
it eventually comes and hits you in the ass. It does. This is what happens. You get hit in the ass. This is what you get. You get to suffer the consequences of sort of... Of not properly understanding who you should market your films to. Because a lot of these films could be good movies, right? A lot of the films that came out this year could have been good movies. Indiana Jones could have been a good movie. You know, Elementals could have been a good movie. Wish, whatever it was meant to be, could have at some way, in some way, been a good movie. But all of these movies are all suffering from the fact that they're all being written by people that kind of don't understand the point anymore. So, uh, you know, I don't think these people are getting it. And same thing for even Hollywood as a whole. Hollywood as a whole is not getting it either. Right? They're they're not they're not getting it. As the world of Hollywood is on a downward downward turn of just flops after flops after flops after flops. I mean, can you even think the only like the best film of the year was Oppenheimer, in my opinion, but that's just because, you know, it didn't try to kowtow to anybody. It was a biopic about Oppenheimer, right? It, there, were, there was no race swapping, none of that. So how exactly bad? Well, yes, they're worrying that with cutbacks, it means there'll be less minority, minority representation. Oh no, guys! That's not how. Th if if a movie need, if a movie needs diversity, that's the. That sounds like a fault of your writing, and not. A, a, a movie's diversity is only in need when you actually have, you know, when those characters are in need of it. You have to write good characters. You have to write good stories. When you don't do that, and the only thing you're concerned with is diversity, equity, and inclusion, clearly your writing wasn't worth much to begin with. Uh, seriously, ugh, just not, not, not good. It's, it's, it's not good, guys. It's not good. Well, in other news, the Biden administration's Department of Justice apparently decided that, uh. You know, anyone who interacted with uh, the former president's Twitter account leading up to January 6th apparently needed to, to be searched. You know, apparently. Apparently. So if you, you know, even sort of followed, if you even liked any of his tweets, anything, well, guess what? The, the FBI had to take a good look at you, just in case. You know, because you might be a bad guy. You know, you might be, you might, you just might be a really bad guy. You know, ju just in case, you know, just, just in case. Because you never know who, who could have been around the president, just in case. Uh, you know, ju just in case. Well, uh, Arkansas, nice try to them, uh, but, uh. They, they tried to get the abortion as a sort of 
like constitutional amendment put on the ballot for uh for the 2024 uh election and it did did not did not work as uh well it started out you know being as a okay i can understand and then it went off the rails you know because it uh you know, it with the text that it tried to provide was very ambiguous, and that it totally was not just about you know making abortion all the way into whatever, you know, fully a part of Arkansas. So a uh, good try to them, uh, but once again uh, they have failed in Arkansas to push it through. Because at least they're not Denver. You know, Arkansas, you know, they, they push back against that. But at least they're not the Democrat mayor of uh, Denver, who literally had his car stolen. Yes, I, I'm, I'm not joking. The, the, the mayor of, uh, of, of Denver had his car stolen. Because, you know, uh, kind of hilarious... By the way, by, by the way, this isn't even the first time his car has been stolen. His car was stolen all the way back in 2017. So, uh, you know, not the first time he has, uh, of course, suffered from having his car stolen. But, uh, you know, maybe, you know, if you actually crack down on crime, maybe you too could actually... You know, not have your car stolen. You know, it's not hard to just not have your car stolen. But hey, 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 just, just, it's, it's fine. Uh, you know, your, your car was stolen again for the second time. But it's completely normal. It's completely, maybe the person just needed it more than you did. You know, maybe they just needed it more than you did. Well, illegal immigration continues to be a problem in the United States, as now dozens of seniors over in New York, including a 94-year-old Army veteran, have now been evicted from their senior center. Why? Well, because it will be turned into a migrant center. City officials have estimated that tens of thousands of migrants have entered the city, and so they, they, just, they need to kick out all of you elderly folk. Uh, who are probably already paying an arm and a leg to be in this center. Well, now it's going to be a migrant center. Yes, that's right. You uh, citizens, yeah, get out of here. You don't, you don't need it. You, you can just live in our $2,000 a month apartments. And so now, uh, now you uh, get to go ahead and enjoy not being in there. You know... Because why not? You know, why, why not? Uh, why not just have all this happen? You know, this the, the, this is New York, everyone. New York City. Ah, oh, a bastion of uh, a great place to live. You know, you pay all those higher taxes. Uh, they, they then spend all the money very unwisely. Your city gets more and more unsafe. Ah, oh, fantastic. What a, what a great place. What a great place to live. What a great place to live. 
Well, apparently, since the COP28 conference began yesterday, apparently the, uh, hilariously, since Biden wasn't gonna, you know, go for the event, they just decided to send Kamala Harris instead, you know, because he was getting a little bit of, you know, criticism, so they're, they're just gonna send Kamala instead, I'm, I'm sure he'll be fine, so, you know, it's, it's, it's fine, you know, they're, they're gonna send some people, but, uh, you know, president could go. So uh, they'll just send Kamala Harris instead. Well, I knew this was going to come around, uh, and uh, I didn't think it would come this soon, soon but uh, uh, when it comes to next year's election, don't be, uh, be, be surprised when you see that presidential debates just don't happen. Uh, and truly, you know, when Trump and them are asking, you know, to debate Biden, they could just respond by saying, well, you didn't debate any of your Republican colleagues during the primaries, so why should he debate you during this right now? I mean, all the dates have been set, but they're not, they're not going to, you know, debate at all. It's just not going to happen because they're not, they're not going to it, it, it's just they're remaining silent because they know that uh, what their plan is to do is since Joe Biden is so old and so decrepit and just so 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 just not here and not with it that they're just going to completely skip by the the skip over the entirety of the debates Blast as much about how Donald Trump is an evil figure, you know, hopefully in the process making sure that you forget how bad of a president Joe Biden is, and that's the whole strategy. That is the whole, whole strategy. So don't be surprised if uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump do not end up debating at all next year, at all. And sort of finally getting to some of our uh, our last sort of areas of uh, of today. So Forbes, a sort of magazine that used to be kind of relevant, uh, apparently though, you know Dylan Mulvaney is uh you know on the thirty under thirty list now. Yes, that's right. Uh, it, it, I I just I don't I don't even. Ha- know how to respond to this uh by the way dylan mulvaney continues uh it it just looks mad creepy every time because it's just uh you know yay let's celebrate the person who almost entirely killed the company yay uh a person who who's gotten rich off of uh literally Selling products to women as a man with a dingus on his on his bottom side. Yeah, woo! Man, who knew that flamboyant gay men really can do a lot of things? You know, it's, it's uh, congrats to uh, the flamboyant gay men of the world. See, this is all you need to do: just become a, become a woman, and you too can become successful like Dylan Mulvaney. You too. And finally, I, I, 
our our world is just weird, right? So apparently, in that our world has become really fetish heavy, and that now apparently people have a sort of uh, forcing another vote to like the other side kind of kink. I I'm not going to read out a lot of this because this is like a long long article because it goes on forever but apparently there are groups of people out there that fully enjoy being sort of dominated and then being told to vote for trump but in a sort of like beta way it's really really weird and i just i don't it's really 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 creepy really really fucking weird and quite quite disturbing if i say so myself just kind of a kind of weird man not not gonna lie kind of kind of suspicious but hey that's gonna do it for today's episode if you did go on to enjoy it i'm terribly sorry for how low energy i am it's just due to the fact that my body is completely shutting down and well, I'll see you hopefully back on Monday with more of the program and hopefully not completely fucked up and sick anymore. Anyway, I'll see you guys on Monday, hopefully.